This podcast is brought to you by AD Banker & Company, an approved CE education provider for nearly every insurance and financial advisory firm in the U.S. When your next CE deadline rolls around, click on adbanker.com. If you don't see our name on your preferred provider list, call your home office and ask them to add us, adbanker.com. Dave Jackson has over 37 years of insurance industry experience, including working with carriers, vendors, and mostly as an agency owner. As both a captive agent and he currently owns the Jackson Insurance Group, which is an independent agency in Gilbert, Arizona. He is also the founder of the Insurance Agency Owners Alliance, which is an industry alliance of over 1,700 independent agency owners, and it is the fastest-growing insurance industry group in the nation. The Insurance Agency Owners Alliance holds an annual conference, usually in January of every year. This conference is a two-day event packed with peer-to-peer presentations that are geared toward agency operations, marketing, automation, and success. Dave and his wife, Donna, have five children, and so far, two grandchildren enjoy traveling the world as much as possible. Please welcome to our program, Dave Jackson. I'd like to welcome uh, Dave Jackson to our program this afternoon. Uh, Dave, welcome from Gilbert, Arizona. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate it. Say, Dave, I was reading a little bit about your agency and your your new association, your new alliance that you started, uh, but I thought we'd maybe start off our conversation today by kind of sharing with our listening audience uh, what you do now. What's uh, What do you have right now, and what have you got going there in Gilbert? Well, I uh, started uh, just under three years ago, um, independent agency. I'd been in the industry for a number of years, mostly on the captive side of the business, and so started independent, um, primarily PNC. Our mix of business is about 75 personal, 25 commercial. Uh, we're still small but growing and um, um, focusing on a couple of different niches in the commercial side of things. And, uh, yeah, just enjoying life day by day. So that's a, that's an interesting challenge of starting an agency from scratch. Uh, you know, what are, uh, what are the things I think, what is your calculation and what kind of sets you apart in that marketplace that you're in? That's a great question. Everybody asks, uh, wants to know and I wants to ask that. And uh, my answer is always um, relationships. Um, developing relationships, I, we easily say um, our sources of business are 100% referrals. So... We make we build relationships with uh, local community leaders and industry-related, uh, you know, fringe uh, businesses like real estate, mortgage, title, and such, and other types of uh, independent local businesses. And our where we're different is we tend to promote them first, and so in reciprocity, they tend to come back to us without us ever making the call. Uh, to say, hey, uh, you guys have been really nice to my business. Um, I'd like to do business with you as well. So that has seemed to work very well for us. That sounds neat. Uh, so it's. Um, uh, do you think it's uh, easier to start a business from scratch today? Is it harder? Uh, have you talked with others that uh, started up a scratch agency in, uh, in years past and compared notes? 
Um, another good question. Uh, so going independent, I previously owned three uh, captive agencies, and so my independent agency here just about three years ago, it's my fourth agency, all started from scratch. Two in Iowa where I'm from, uh, I'm sorry, um, one in Iowa, one in Nebraska, I'm from Iowa, and then one here, a captive agency here in Arizona, and then finally decided, you know what, I need to be a little more independent and have a few more choices. So. Is it easier or harder? I can't compare to, uh, you know, starting an agency that was existing because I haven't done that. But I can tell you, compared to uh, in 19, let's see, 91, so what's that, 25 years ago, is when I first started my first captive agency. Um, things were, they're, they're not any harder or easier necessarily. They're just different. Uh, back in that day, you did postal mail and telemarketing and things like that, or, where you could still do postal mail, but telemarketing really doesn't exist too much anymore. So just, you know, utilizing now the Internet and uh, staying with the time, staying current, and using the resources that are available to us to, to make things work successfully. You know, and I've talked to other agency owners, and sometimes they've bought agencies, uh, they always uh, convey that there's any time they've done an acquisition, there was always surprises. Uh, have you found that when you starting an agency like you have, uh, uh, have each of them had their own surprises, or is it a pretty predictable formula? You know, you think after your fourth start from scratch, you think you'd pretty much have it down. There wouldn't be any surprises, but there always are. Uh, there's always challenges of some type. Uh, and there's similarities. There's definitely similarities on the captive side, and those were probably easier. But to be honest with you, when I uh, made the switch to become an independent broker three years ago, um, that's when things were became a little more challenging. And not just really challenging, just more different in that we're not representing one carrier anymore. Now we're representing, you know, over 40. So uh, it's a whole set of different rules and regulations and underwriting guidelines and all of that and knowing the market and understanding the carriers and their appetites and so that's really I'll lead you into the next question that's really where uh, the IAOA Alliance got its birth in that I was out searching for others uh, agency owners like myself on the independent side for some, to get some answers to some of the questions that I had in starting out an independent agency. And so that's how that all kind of got started. You know, now for our listeners, uh, you mentioned uh, IAOA. Uh, that stands for Insurance Agency Owners Alliance. As a matter of fact, that's how I come across your name, and I was excited to, to hear about that uh, alliance that you, you've started. And uh, I wanted to have you kind of explain to our listeners a little bit about that, how that came about uh, and, uh, you know, what type of uh, programs uh, do you have? Uh, I guess you get together for an annual meeting? Yeah, so the way it started was completely by accident. Um, <clears throat> three years ago when I started, I'd probably been in about six months, and I, I had questions, right? And I would the best place to get answers, I wanted to go look for my peers. And how are you doing things? You know, I could have asked carriers or vendors and, some of these things were more related to ownership, and so um, I got together. You happen to be a member of a group, a business group on Facebook, 
it wasn't exactly what I was looking for. It was a lot of captive agents, too. So I decided, you know what, let's just create our own. And I knew a handful of guys here locally mostly, and I mean a handful, like five or six. And so I created this really small group to say, hey, guys, uh, let's um, start a group and where we can ask questions, each other questions and, you know, get some answers that uh, we each can share our own experiences. Uh, six heads are better than one. And it didn't really take off much at first uh, until I finally begged them, you know, hey, add some of your friends. You've got to know more than folks than I know, but the two rules, they must be agency owners and they must be independent. That's it. And so a few more got added, and before you know it, we grew a little bit. This was 2015, uh, or uh, I guess the end of 14, so about two years ago now. And so it kind of grew, started to grow a little bit, and eventually, I don't know, we might have been up to 100 members or so. One of the guys suggested, hey, why don't we get together? So we did, and we had Today we call it a conference, but this was a one day on a Saturday. We chose Anaheim. Most of our members were West Coast-based, and we had 27 agency owners show up on a Saturday for a one-day event, get-together, dinner the night prior. They were from six different states, and so it was just a sharing information. We had a couple roundtable sessions, and and, uh, uh a couple of us did presentations on different marketing techniques and ideas, and, and everybody just loved it. It was a huge hit. And so from that point, all those people started adding members, and it's taken off. We've This past January in 16, we moved the conference central and went to San Antonio. Uh, we had 120 tickets we could sell to attendees. And uh, doggone it, we sold out in six weeks. We had a long waiting list, and, and we had no idea – the hotel we chose for the conference was maxing us out at 120. I had no idea we could have sold probably do- you know a lot more than that. Who knows how many more? But um, and so it was a tremendous hit. And there's just four of us. I took on three other uh, partners who kind of helped organize that first event. We legally formalized and created this group uh, on Facebook, and uh, new members were finding out about us and asking about us and requesting to join. Existing members were saying, hey, uh, my, my good friend, you need, you need to join as well. And so referrals were, were big for us. And uh, fast forward to the day, we're planning our third annual conference this coming January in Orlando. Uh, we expect somewhere between 250 and 300 agency owners to be in attendance. We'll have 25 vendors present. Uh, and we could have scaled up to 500. We learned our lesson. We're four guys. Uh, I'm the original founder, but we're four guys that uh, are all own an agency, and we're trying to put on a conference at the same time. And, and the comments we've gotten is that our conferences are just unbelievable. Um, it's all peer sharing from the stage. There's no outside influence from carriers or uh, uh, vendors. You know. We're not profit. We don't have a profit-based model. We don't charge dues like associations do or have benefits. Um, Our real only benefit is our group on Facebook where folks get to ask virtually any question they want, and there will be a whole host of other members who will chime in and share their experiences, and that's the whole sharing collaborative experience that's been so successful in us growing. We're almost at 1,700 members now, and we anticipate hitting the 2,000 mark before our conference in January. So, yeah, it's uh, 
totally by accident, but it's uh, it's been a real uh, real cool ride and uh, helped a whole lot of people along the way, anywhere from guys who started their agency on day one and they knew they needed to join because they knew about us and they joined on day one uh, to guys that are more experienced than me, 37 years or more, and and uh, everybody's willing to share. The veterans are willing to help the young guys, and the young guys have a fresh new perspective on things, and it's just a real positive uh, collaborative effort on everybody's part. Well, that's exciting. Uh, you know, it's exciting, and, uh, 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 you know, it's amazing when you, you, you put yourself out there and to discover that there's so many others that share the experience or in the same position as you are trying to build an agency, and I'm sure of different age groups. Some probably start up, some are probably mature. But to, to learn that they were thinking the same thing and, and in need of the same thing, so that, uh, that must be the exciting part of it. It certainly is, and we have many, many comments from people that said, this is exactly what I needed to help boost my agency. I just need a little either motivational uplift or some extra knowledge that I didn't have before or uh, connections with carriers or you name it. Uh, the, the list just goes on and on. And uh, I've been able to find that kind of help through your group. And a lot of people comment about the relationships they've built within the industry, uh, not necessarily you know local groups uh, where you might belong to a, uh, an agent association in your state, but all over the country, and uh, you know, we're not uh, we're not claiming to be you know global or anything like that. We're obviously just U.S. based, but we've got members in every state, uh, and some you know even some of the smaller states. We've got somebody who owns an agency who's independent and looking to gain some information. We we share that documents and processes and policies and you, you name it. Uh, and and everybody's um, I don't think anybody realizes um, that you know they're good or they're perfectly fine where they're at don't need to learn any further and they're all set nobody really says that everybody understands that you know what every day there's something new I can learn and and who better to learn it from right from mm -hmm. others in the industry who've already tested it and no point in reinventing the wheel, so yeah. why not get that information from one of my my industry peers? Yeah, I noticed you call, uh, you've named yourself an alliance. Uh, I know we're all, all the listeners are probably uh, uh, in the insurance industry that we have, of course, and uh, they're, they're familiar with what an, an association is. Uh, I presume that it's primarily property casualty driven, and how does uh, your alliance differ than what many agents may be familiar with, with their local Big I or PIA? I would say you're right. I would say our members are probably 95% um, property and casualty based. Um, we have some independent uh, life and health um, agency owners in our group, but the majority of them are PNC. Now we're different is that, well, number one, we're not a profit model. Uh, we don't collect dues. We don't collect any money from members. There's no cost at all to join. Uh, there is a cost to buy a ticket to attend our, our conferences, but other than that, it's completely free. We use social media as our platform to share in, in information and knowledge in a closed Facebook group. And we've even talked about, uh, you know, maybe moving that outside uh, to our website or other other spots where we could conduct a forum and 
similar, and every time we think about it or discuss it, we decide, no, you know what, let's just keep it right on Facebook. That's where everybody is, for the most part, to begin with. Uh, that's why they join. It's easy. It's uh, accessible, mobily, and so um, yeah, we've uh, we've kept it there. So social media based. I don't think too many others are quite unique like that. Uh, and we're not news based. We're we don't have a profit model. It's, we're just four guys looking to put on a conference and share information and knowledge amongst our peers. And our sole uh, overall goal is to further the independent agency channel as a whole and uh, we don't consider each other competitors uh, we consider you know the other guys down the street the captives and the direct writers are the folks that we'd like to take market share from and so we're helping each other do just that yeah well it's uh, say I wanted to you mentioned earlier that you were from uh, Iowa is that uh, is your hometown in Iowa it is. I'm from Sioux City, Iowa, northwest part of the state. Live in Des Moines, insurance mecca of the U.S. One of them, and uh, for a number of years, and worked for an insurance carrier right out of college. So yeah, I'm. I uh, went to the University of Iowa in Iowa City. I'm a Hawkeye, and and uh, have uh, friends and family there, and get back to visit on occasion. Yeah. Say, so what did uh, what what did you do growing up, or what what was your family involved in? Were they in the insurance business, or something completely different? Something completely different. My dad had an eighth grade edu- eighth grade education, and he was a machinery camp mechanic. And uh, my mom worked retail uh, for many many years for a big box retail store. And uh, like most people, they just happened on to insurance. I got hired right out of college for uh, uh, by AAA, who operated a motor club, and travel agency, and insurance company. And most of the years I worked for them, total 11 years, most of those years I worked in the insurance agency slash company carrier side of things in training, corporate training, and the administrative departments. And so, um, yeah, that's, um, that's where I got my start. Totally, totally by accident as well. That's neat. Uh, say, you know, in uh, turn, we're going to, uh, I know you've got a meeting to go to, but we're going to just had one last question I wanted to ask you, and that is, for uh, one of our listeners who has an agency out there, uh, say looking forward the next year, two, three, uh, what's some advice that you would give them uh, as far as uh, some key things they might uh, w- want to consider about uh, your alliance uh, going forward? Yeah, I would say um, there's a lot of talk out there among so-called industry experts about, you know, uh, the industry is going to be disrupted. It's going to change dr- tremendously the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years. Uh, you know, it won't be, in my opinion, it won't be any different than we've seen, if you want to call it disruption, that's the new catchphrase, right? Uh, in the last 5, 10, 15, 20 years prior, uh, there will be things, you know, that will change things. Autonomous cars are coming and eliminated automobile accidents 100% and all of this and, There'll be no need for auto insurance down the road, and all that sounds well and good, uh, and maybe start to plan for that. I'm not, obviously, I'm 10 years away from retirement, so I don't know if I'll see that. But for the younger generation, uh, my recommendation would be to uh, definitely diversify. Uh, You never know what's coming down the pipe. The government could step in and say, we're going to revamp the health insurance system like they did, and 
change everything for agencies. So you just never know what's going to happen to a complete segment of our industry. So stay diversified. Commercial insurance is a really good opportunity to find a niche and go dominate and, uh, you know, still still allow uh, access to personal lines and and uh, give yourself uh, some options on the on the life and and uh, health side, primarily like in things like Medicare, for example, senior care, uh, things like that. So there's lots of opportunity to stay diversified, so that you can weather any of those storms when they do come down the pike and and give you challenges because it's bound to happen. It has to be, and most every other agency owner around. Um, but uh, whether you're prepared or not is going to be uh, extremely important. There's a, a well known in the industry right now that there's a, a, a transition well underway amongst agency owners who are of retirement age, right? And and uh, there's a lot of consolidation going on. So uh, because due to this current generation that I'm kind of a part of, uh, where agencies are ripe for acquisition due to the owner's age. So uh, look for opportunities there as well and uh, to grow rather than just organically. Um, and uh, keep, your, keep your eyes and ears open for any and every opportunity that you can come across. Well, Dave, thanks so much for dialing in and uh, having a conversation with me today. And uh, just for our listeners, uh, to recap, uh, my guest today is Dave Jackson. He is the owner of uh, Jackson Insurance Group uh, out of Gilbert, Arizona, and he's also the co-founder of an uh, agency owner's alliance called the Insurance Agency Owner's Alliance. And if you'd like to follow up and get some contact information, it's certainly available on our website. Dave, thank you for dialing in. It's been great to visit with you. Dennis, I appreciate it, and thanks to your listeners for taking the time out to uh, tune in. Thanks a lot. Oh, hi. You're still listening. Well, here at Insurance Radio, we love having personal conversations with the most successful executives and regulators in the financial industry. If you know an individual who you think would be a great guest for our program, you can find our email and phone number at our website, insuranceradio.com.